But I got there in the I am a meh on Christmas. I think. Are you? I think the older you get, the less Christmas is exciting. Yes, yeah, definitely. Because then you have to worry about, like, you know, when you're not given £20 by your parents mm. to buy the rest of the family that you need to buy presents for. Presents. Yeah. Then it gets a bit worrying. It gets, yeah, it, like, I don't have that much money. No. Nope. You know? Um, I think we're all limping towards yeah. that um, cost of living payment. <laughs> That comes in next week. Not to date this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, for context, I'm very excited for that. For context, the university that we go to um, has issued a cost of living payment mm. because of everything that's going on at the moment. Mm. Yes. And it's 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 a, a decent amount. Yeah. It's not going to cover the cost of living at all. No, it will not. But it'll help it'll... me with my Christmas presents this yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can... Um, yeah. yeah. No, my, my perfect present, mm. uh, both to receive and to give... Is scratch offs, scratch offs, scratch uh, like uh, lottery scratch off oh. cards. Really? If, yeah, genuinely because it's it's a really easy present to get. Uh-huh. You know, like for Secret Santa, it's perfect for Secret Santa. Right. So if the limit's like ten pounds, mm. you just buy ten scratch offs. Oh, okay. Put them in an envelope, give them to the person, and <laughs> if they win twenty grand. Quids in. You've, that's yeah. like the best present they'll ever receive. You know? I, I think that's a very smart idea. Yeah. No offence, I'd absolutely hate to receive that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Unless like, I've, I've won never, 20 grand. Yes, I've never given it as like anything more than a secret Santa. Right, yeah. Um, but I would be perfectly happy receiving that. I hate receiving presents so much. Mm. Um, I mean, you don't, so, famously, you don't celebrate your birthday. Yeah, I do not celebrate my birthday. Um, I have made... Uh, made absolutely sure that uh, I, I, I think a couple of people do, but like the vast majority of people at university don't know when my birthday is. No, I know your star um, sign, which I won't reveal. <laughs> so I know that it you. is less within the, less the, they dox me. Yeah, so I know that it's yeah. within the dates of yes, that particular star yes, sign. Yes. But um, that's about it. Yeah, uh, and your star sign does make sense for you as well. I think. I'm sure it does. You're, do you know your star sign? Uh. Yeah, obviously you don't have to say it. Is it? We can cut this out. Which, yeah, we can. I'll, I'll mouth yeah. it to it... me. No. No, is it not? Okay, it's, um, right, cool. It's a... Uh... Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I think we can say that. Like, it's fine. Uh, anyway, you're a Scorpio. I, I do Scorpio, know that. Yes. I do know that. Uh, which makes sense for me, I think. <laughs> I, I think. Because <laughs> my whole thing is like that I'm a nightmare. Yeah, and I know? have um, venom in my tail <laughs> uh, and pincers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really interesting thing. Anybody who listens to the podcast who doesn't know us in real life, um, there there is a strong possibility mm. that you do, in fact, have a tail. Yeah. Do you like, think people that we don't know listen to this podcast? Yeah. Yeah? I think a couple, yeah. I've I've seen the Spotify statistics. I tend not to look at them because, no, like, <laughs> it's kind of... I, I don't know. I don't like doing that. I like to imagine that we've got, like, yeah. 50 million yeah. listeners. Do you know what I mean? And then when you look at it, it's like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 50 million listeners, but no sponsors. No sponsors. No sponsors. We um, are an ad-free organisation. <laughs> Non-profit. Yeah. Um... Yes, so we it it's nearly Christmas. It is nearly Christmas. We I think we were we were talking for quite a while discussing what 
Christmas classic. Yeah. We could even mm-hmm. uh, try and watch. We there's not that many uh, Kwanzaa classics. There's not that mm. many Hanukkah God, classics. Yeah, true. Um, other than twelve well, crazy only, nights. Uh, eight crazy nights. <laughs> eight crazy nights. Oh God. Uh, there's the twelve days of Christmas. It's <laughs> easy mistake up. to make. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Adam Sandler um, cartoon yeah. musical. Yeah. That's a technical foul. Which is very... I've never seen it. Yeah. The I'd only reason I know it. it is because of Only Plays. We have brought up Only Plays. We do. We bring it up a lot. Almost every... I think yeah. it's like the... Lin- not the linchpin in our friendship, but one of the things that got us closer <laughs> yeah. is that we both watch Only Plays. Yeah. It, but because, we do bring that Only Plays up quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, because so few other people I know actually yeah. watch it and like even attempt to understand the references. I know, yeah. You know. Um, I I saw recently that National Paskinti Day, uh, twenty oh, eighth of November, uh, came and went uh, without celebration by me. Um, I again to most of our listeners that will mean nothing. No, um, it's a reference to a YouTube channel that it's possible you don't watch. Yeah, but I mean, you know. some people might have watched Smiling Friends. Yeah, the adult, Smiling Friends. Is adult great. Swim. Yes, Adult yes, Swim cartoon oh. comedy. Which is made by someone who is on the gaming channel of Only Plays. Yeah. Uh, and only himself, I, I believe, uh, animates various things for it. And oh, Chris, also, does he? yeah, he does yeah. some of the voices. That There's makes a line sense. in, uh, I've seen the first few episodes several times because I keep on trying to get people to watch them. Yeah. And they keep on going, no, not for me. Um, <laughs> I've tried there's, that a few times. there's a line in one of the early episodes where a guy goes, I missed my daughter's wedding for this. And oh, that's Chris. is that Chris? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. I know that um, we sound like crazy people, and I'm going to continue it. <laughs> I know that Ding Dong uh, yeah. is a voice yeah. of one of them. Is he? He's in, I think he's, you know, in the Halloween episode yeah. where the forest demon comes yeah. in. Is that him? And then one, No, no, not him. Yeah. But there's a, when he run, the forest demon runs into the room, yeah. there's some dude that sees him who's like part of the costume party, and he's like, do you do blackface? <laughs> I think that's Ding Dong. I think. Oh, um, crazy. Means nothing to no one. Yeah. Not important. Mm-hmm. Today mm-hmm. we're watching Love Actually. <laughs> See, what's really interesting, Phoebe and I, um, we're not in the uh, the main screening theatre at the no. minute. Apologies. Um, we were having a lovely little catch up before we started recording and we kept on like going off on different tangents mm. and not starting the recording. Phoebe, you made a comment uh, midway through those discussions because mm. uh, I turned the recording on, then off again, and Phoebe went, uh, "Oh yeah, best to turn it off. I am just trying to avoid watching Love Actually." <laughs> yes, I yeah. get the feeling that you're not particularly jazzed about watching it today. Okay, here's the thing. So when selecting, as I do, the mm-hmm. movies for the podcast mm-hmm. um, last year, when yeah. it was up around this time, yeah. we did It's a Wonderful Life. I would say that is the all-American quintessential classic film for Christmas in America. Yes, yes. This is the quintessentially British Christmas yes. film for Britain. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, besides the point, <laughs> my enjoyment of this film varies and fluctuates mm. depending on when I'm watching it and what mood I'm in. Oh yeah. Um, sometimes I like I'll if it listen if it's on TV, huh. I'll probably sit and watch it. I won't choose to put it on necessarily. And I know for a fact right now, yeah. you are going to hate this movie. Yes. I genuinely think that this is a yeah. combination of all the things that you like the least in films. <laughs> like, if we were to like look at all the films that we've watched, I might be completely yeah. wrong, but looking mm. at all of the films that we've done so far, 
I feel like mm. this film has the most things that you're going to dislike. It's all the scenes from the movies we've watched cut together that <laughs> I didn't like. It's just in yeah, one. It's just... We've got Moses' poses from Singing in the Rain. We've got the strobe lighting Lest effects from Alien. <laughs> Lest we um, forget. What else? We've got the stargazing scene from Lady Bird, uh, where you oh, made yeah. audible retching sounds. Yeah. I can't yeah, think yeah, of any yeah. other scenes that you really disliked. Mm. I think I think those are the main ones. Yeah. Oh, was there something else? I'm not sure. I don't think I don't, there was anything yeah. else. We can look through um, the wiki. You were ve- the wiki that we've <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we, probably we, made. We can start a wiki. You, you were very upset when um, uh, what's his name from The Shining got killed. I can't remember the character's name. Oh, uh, Scatman Crothers. Yeah, you were very upset. <sighs> yeah. Big, big rip. Yeah, big rip, Scatman Crothers. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> I, I do. I don't not like Love Actually. I think the way that the film is laid out into different little stories yes. anecdotal stories yes. that all link up at the end it, it by definition it means that there are going to be some stories that i prefer and some that i don't yeah it really interestingly that we're doing this film at the moment um because recently richard curtis who's the director mm. of this film very famous he's done films like um love actually well yeah love actually <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that i don't want yeah. to be fair one of my favorite films ever which is um about time yeah. is by Richard Curtis and I adore that film. Mm. Um, Is that the one where they have the numbers on their arm? No. No. There's no. there's a movie that I keep on thinking about but never knowing the name of where yeah. uh, like time is currency and how much time oh. someone has left in their life appears on their wrist. That sounds and they like it spend was an adaptation. Time on certain things. Mm. Um, anyway, anyway. I, this is a weird film. Um, I've never watched it. I've only seen like the trailer and maybe one clip. Mm. Um, and so every time there's a uh, film that involves time in some way, oh, uh, I, I assume it's that. Oh, okay. S- yeah, Richard Curtis, he's done like loads of films. You'll probably know like a few, like Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh-huh, these uh-huh. titles will probably come to yeah. mind. I the, um, these titles, yes, titles, the films yeah, themselves. No, yeah. So, Four Weddings mm. and a Funeral, Notting Hill. Um, mm-hmm. My got... grandma lives in Notting Hill. Oh, does she really? Yeah, she does. Oh, cool. Yeah. Notting nice. Hill Gate. It's a yeah. good place to live. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, continue, please. Uh, yesterday, you know the one about the guy that oh, the only guy who remembers, remembers the Beatles, the Beatles so yeah. becomes yeah. So yeah. that's one of his more recent films. That was twenty nineteen. He did he did Bean. The Mr. Bean, Bean movie. Isn't Rowan Atkinson in Love Actually as well? He is, he yes. Is. Oh, he, has a little, he has a small part yeah. in it. Um, it lists on his wiki as doing Bridget Jones's Diary, but I know for a fact he didn't. He may have just done the screenplay for oh, it. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, and then Love Actually. Um, so, like, he's very well known for these quintessentially British rom-com style type of films, yeah. which will probably have um, Hugh Grant in them. Yes. Like always, yes. always, always. So Hugh Grant's in this. Yeah. Um, cool. and also just in terms of cast, stellar British cast. Like yeah. anyone that you can like the all think, stars. Yeah, anyone yeah. that you could think of that is a mm. well-known, synonymous with Britain actor is probably going to be in this. Tom Hiddleston. Probably before his time. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking more of the kind uh, of Hugh Grant, yes, Colin Firth. I know that. So th- th- one of the only things I know about this film mm-hmm. is some of the people who are in it. I know. Oh, what's he called? Martin Freeman. Yeah, Martin uh, Freeman's in he, it. Is in it, and doesn't he like grab boobs at some point? 
Um, yes, it's pivotal yeah. to the uh, to the plot that plot. he grabs boobs. Yeah, yeah, you'll nice. you'll see. You'll good see. for him. Yeah, good, good for him. him. Uh, I know Alan Rickman. Yes, Alan Rickman's in it. Mr. Potter, <laughs> sounding I, exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's not that's one of my better impressions. That was very I think. impressive. Yeah, actually. thank you. Yeah. Um, I know that. I don't know his name, but the little blonde kid who grows up to be in the Maze Runner. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in it as well. Alan Rickman's like not Alan Rickman's son. Is it, oh Gary Oldman maybe? No, no. Is Gary Oldman in it? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's um, it's a cool. thingy Irish cool, actor. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Sean. Sean Bean. Uh, no, Sean Bean's from Yorkshire, I think. True. Or Sheffield. Absolutely. Sean Connery. Sean Con- no, Sean Connery's. Sean Connery's Scottish. Sean Connery's Scottish, Scottish and also James Bond. Um, <laughs> and also... Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. That's um, it. I knew it was a man with creases in his face. The little boy is Thomas Brody Sang- Sangster. Sangster? Yeah. Something like that. Um, Thomas Keira- Brody. Yeah, Thomas Brody. Yeah, cool. um, Keira Knightley, <laughs> Emma Thompson, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Bill Nye. We love Bill Nye. Yeah. Um, Andrew Lincoln. Oh. From Walking Dead fame. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um... And yeah, just loads of loads yeah. of people. Um, Alan Rickman, as you've said uh-huh. before. Yeah, no, it's it's just it's a very kind of big boy cast. Yeah. When was it released? Uh, two thousand three. Oh so wow, okay. Ago. I um, was two. Yeah, and mm. I was saying kind of before, but as usual, tangent. Um, the reason I think it's also interesting that we do this film right, right about now is that Rich Curtis, Rich Curtis has recently spoke about this film, like yeah. upon reflection. Um, like towards the end of November, beginning of December, because yeah. I think Netflix has put Love Actually on Netflix oh, this I year see. for the first okay. time. Yeah. So he's kind of been brought on for loads of interviews. Right. And he's basically saying, like, there's a lot in Love Actually that he regrets um, oh. in terms of its diversity and inclusivity. Oh. And there's a lot of kind of very poorly aged moments, I would say, in this film. Which is another reason why I feel like you won't necessarily enjoy it. And it's yeah, one of the reasons okay. that I don't enjoy it either right. in some places. But if, for lack, long story short, it's it's very um, male pandering. Yes. And there's a lot of kind of female subservience, I would say. Oh, in interesting. It. It, okay. It's very much guy do thing, women accessory, <laughs> guy never. <laughs> genuinely. Guy do thing, women accessory. Genuinely. Like, That's, that is. I love Bonnie and Clyde. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Guy do crime, women accessory. Well, Bonnie, I don't know. Bonnie, but, Bonnie did yeah, quite I, a bit yeah. in that. That's the only crime couple I could think of. Yeah. Uh, maybe like the... the. I was going to say the Joker and Harley. The Moore's but... murderer. Yeah. The Moore's murderers. Were there... Was that a couple? I, I think so, yeah. yeah. The Barbie I'd... and Ken couple. Yeah, but the Barbie and Ken. I like how I went fiction yeah. and you've gone down true crime. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, 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 true. Um, yeah, anyway, my point is... I, I like the idea of someone just being an accessory to mm. a crime um, yeah. um, and then being innocent, but mm. the crime actually being really bad. I think that's a funny setup. Mm. And probably happens I, quite a bit. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. I do not like the lack of inclusivity. <laughs> and I think that, was there any, like, like, did he come up with that of his own accord or did someone say... Richard, you gotta speak out against this, otherwise your career's done. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I know that I know that you know. Love actually has always been the subject of those kind of Buzzfeed. Yeah, here are some things that you didn't realize was really problematic about this film. Kind of uh-huh. articles, and uh-huh. I feel like with it being Christmas classic and Christmas literally just around the corner, mm-hmm. um, you've got to kind of 
it's understandable that he'd speak out about it. Yeah. I think yeah. given that yesterday, the film that we just talked about, mm. is probably the best representation he's ever had in any of his film careers, says a lot. Yeah. Considering yeah. he's been doing stuff since the 90s. Mm. And it's taken until 2019 yeah. for him to kind of <laughs> cast someone Richard. of colour in a leading role. What are you like? That might just be a generalisation on my behalf, mm. but it's it's significant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's this kind of... There's a bit of an icky feeling that I get with a lot of the stories within Love Actually, mm. um, including... I would best describe it as the male gaze quite literally in one of the stories. Oh. Um, how many, like, have you seen any clips from Love Actually at all? Um, so I think I've, I may even have seen the first, like, five minutes or oh, so. Okay. Um, I, I've seen definitely the bit where Martin Freeman mm. grabs some boobs. Right. Not that I, like, that is the reason that I keep coming back to that. <laughs> Not for any other reason. Um, mm. I that is just sure. the only bit of the film that I've seen. I also have seen a brief clip where uh, Thomas Brody, the fucking tank engine or whatever his surname, is, <laughs> um, looks at Liam Neeson while they're sat at a bus stop. Oh, okay. Those are the two moments of this film that I know, and Rowan Atkinson gift wrapping something. Ah, oh, okay. Three moments, right. and that's it. So, uh, okay. please elaborate on the male gaze. And arguably, not the. I won't. I'll I probably won't say anything about okay, it right, then, because right. I thought there's one moment, one series of uh, clips in yeah. that actually that are very, very famous. Mm. Um, one including, you know, Kira Knightley, that meme where she goes, gosh, I look rather pretty. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes. That's from Love Actually. Is it? Yes. Oh, um, cool. And that and it, that's plot line that she is involved in, I would say, is both literal yeah. and metaphorical male gaze in a really <laughs> funny, deliberate way. But I won't yeah. say it because okay. it will spoil okay. it, but it's very funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So there are nice. bits that I like. There are bits that I dislike. Yeah. Overall, I'm very kind of meh on Love Actually. Yeah, okay. It's always a bit icky because despite what some of the more should be vilified male characters in Love Actually, they they get away with the things that they're doing. Right, I see. Including, I'd say, Alan Rickman's character gets away with the worst. Yeah, Um, okay. To the point of it being like, dude, come on. Why are we rooting for this guy? He's He's an arsehole. Interesting. Especially because he's married to Emma Thompson in the film as well. And it's like, oh, it's what? Emma Thompson. Yeah. Dude, come I on, man. Um, yeah, very interesting that this is another Christmas film wherein Alan Rickman plays an irredeemable bad guy. Which one's uh, the, the other, other one? The other one's Die Hard. Oh, yes. Gruber! <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking about doing Die Hard, to <laughs> yeah, be fair. I have seen you it. Have seen it yeah, I've seen it several times. Good film. Good, very film, good film. Very, I like that film um, a lot. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah. It could go either way on the sequels, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it, it's it's interesting that I assume when you say they get away with it, mm. um, the film kind of attempts to give them like a redemption arc and it doesn't really... Not even in some oh, instances. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. like I'd say the Alan Rickman story is probably the worst because yeah. he does awful things. Yeah. And it's just kind of towards the end of the film, it's almost like Richard Curtis is like shrugging and being like, well, that's life, folks. <laughs> oh, we forgot to tie up this plot line. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's just, it's a very sad, yeah. sad story towards the end. And there's yeah. another story about a woman and her relationship with her brother. Right. Which, oh God, it's so heartbreaking. And oh. she doesn't really get any kind of like, she doesn't get a happy ending. Jesus. Which I think, okay. I think it's good. So in some cases, this film is great because 
it's a very it's realistic in some places. Like no one is going to have a happy Christmas ending. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Some people will, some people won't. Yeah. <laughs> but when when you don't get the happy Christmas ending in this film, it's yeah. it's fucking hits hard. Yeah. Because I suppose yeah. you do kind of expect a Christmas film for like, oh, goodwill to all men. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. Everything, yeah. Nothing can go wrong on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how bad it gets. <laughs> it's, it is quite, a, I would say it's quite yeah. a weird film to be celebrated so yeah. fondly at Christmas. Interesting. Because the majority of the film isn't necessarily about Christmas. It, it's stories yeah. that come together at the end to be Christmas. Yes. In a similar way to It's Wonderful Life, to be fair. Right, like, yeah. You see all of his life. Yeah. And then it ends at Christmas. Right. But then again, it's still seen yeah. as a Christmas film. Like, it's not... I wouldn't say that Love Actually is overtly Christmas. Yeah. I guess Christmas is more of a set piece. Yeah, it, to, to sell more tickets a finale, at Christmas. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Interesting. Well, I think we should go and watch it. Let's watch it, yeah. Let's watch it. Jolly Get some mince pies. Get some hot cocoa. I right. Why are mince pies called mince pies if there's not actually mince in them? Because um, I know that like mince meat is like like an actual thing, like with like fruit and shit. But also, yeah. it's not mince. You know. I think there's a isn't there an ingredient in fruity mince pies that is called mince? Maybe or think? like originally it had meat in it or something. Maybe I don't know. I, don't know. I know what you mean. Like yeah, it should be it should be savoury by name. Yeah. I do like a mince pie though. I do, yeah, mince pies are lovely. They're delicious. I'm just saying. The amount of people that don't like mince pies. Wrong. Really? Yeah, I find More it really disturbing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I find it very disturbing that people are like oh now I'll take like a yule log. Yule logs are awful. Yeah, they're not great. No. They're not great. I don't like overly chocolatey things. Yeah. And a Yule log yeah. is chocolate on chocolate on chocolate. Yeah. I it's, do not it's find a bit that much. taste. I, yeah, it's too rich. Like, I, I do think, like, the little, um, you can get in, like, the Cadbury's mm. sort of, uh, I, I don't know what you'd call them, like, the chocolate Oh, the chocolate log roll. Yeah, thing. chocolate roll. Yeah. Like, the little like, ones. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, little yeah, ones. Yeah. The little the ones white, are all right. The yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Because that's, like, that's a bite-sized piece. Yeah. When you get like a massive one, mondo mega fucking tree stump, mega chippies, yeah, (laughs) Bingley mega chippy. I think we should go watch Love Actually because it's already getting away from us. (laughs) Right, see you guys in a bit. Bye. So we're back. Man, mm. so it's <laughs> movies like this mm. that really make me appreciate the beauty of our podcast format. Yes. Because I will say, if I was watching that by myself, I would have hated it. I'm probably turned it off. And absolutely, I would have turned it off after like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that we continued just chatting shit throughout the entire We ended up doing thing. an anti-director's commentary yeah, the entire basically, way through yeah, that film. Yeah, um, <clears throat> There is a lot to talk about in yes. there. Because a lot happens. Mm, I, also think, a lot in. I also think that this will kind of challenge us in our ability to remember names. Because this is probably yes. the biggest cast we've dealt with yeah, since Parasite. Definitely. Probably. The biggest cast is Parasite and mm. also the biggest cast 
where all of the characters have some kind of role and relationship yeah. to yeah, one exactly. another. It is a very complex mm-hmm. load of characters. Which I would say is a benefit of the yes, film. I, I, think I think that's good. Screenplay yeah. story structure-wise, mm. it is impressive yes. that you are able to kind of get these, whether they be positive or negative, very strong feelings yes, towards all the characters. Yeah. I emphasise positive or negative. Because yes. there yes, are yes, some... Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Mm. so what do you think uh (laughs) overall it it wasn't actively terrible to sit through yeah it was it had its ups it had its downs um yeah i think there were there were i think more bright spots than dark yeah that said this kind of film, I like, I I agree, I think that the plotting is really well done, mm. I think it's very well uh, visualised, put together, it's very readable, which mm-hmm. is good, you kind of know what's going on yeah. in, in all the sections. Um, I think the way that the stories interlink is clever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly how I feel about all of it though because there were some bits that would just shut the fuck up and (laughs) yeah this kind of movie typically does not appeal to me because fucking like feel good romances Mm -mm. just grow up you know (laughs) just grow up honestly childish yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah um I, I'm in the same boat. Yes. There yeah. are elements that are, I think, truly very beautiful yeah. to this film. Yeah. I think some of the individual character moments are some of the best. Like, I think yeah. Richard Curtis, for his controversy around this film, yeah. is very good at what he does, which Absolutely. is comfy, yeah. comforting mm. movie plots yeah. that are cosy. You know, yeah. cosy and British. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I think as well, it would be, you're absolutely right. It is very kind of safe, very yes, comfort very safe. zone. I think it would be a really wonderful thing to have a movie this comfy, this cosy and this uh, quintessentially British uh, include more people from different ethnic backgrounds, different gender identities, different sexualities, yeah. because it would put those kinds of characters and those kinds of relationships more into the mainstream mm-hmm. um, and let them be part of yeah. what is essentially a celebration of a white Christmas. D- yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, it's not even mm-hmm. the main characters are white, the secondary characters are white. Yep. The the third lot of characters yeah. are of colour. Like, you get Colin's friend who's black and the secretary who's black of the Prime Minister. And I think it's very interesting that the happy endings for Colin's friend... And I think you can make an argument for um, Colin Firth's uh, Portuguese wife. Yeah. Uh, Is it Aurelia? Aurelia, Aurelia. yeah. Yeah. The the happy ending for her is that she comes to England and learns (laughs) English. And marries a white man. Marries a white man. And the happy ending for Colin's friend is is his white friend comes back from America with a blonde-haired, <laughs> blue-eyed yeah, American yeah. who finds him very attractive. I know, from the get-go, like, yeah. straight-up kisses her. Yeah. yeah, which I think, like, that bit, I suppose, is kind of the conceit of that storyline. Yeah. Wherein 
American girls love British people. Which is, I don't think is entirely true. I mean, it's, like, I it's not entirely untrue, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I know there's like, the stereotype yeah. of like, oh, they're British. Like, yeah. Which I kind of get, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I just... equally, I don't think anybody no. <laughs> is that attracted to someone Mm-mm. where they will invite a complete stranger to their house yeah, to sleep with them and three of their friends. <laughs> I think, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's <laughs> it's a lot to unpack. Yes. My big thing. Can I talk about the last act already? Yeah, Can sure. I... Amazing. This is the bit that fucking oh my God, blew okay, my yeah. mind the most. <laughs> there is... In, first of all, the last act occurs in an airport, mm-hmm. right? Um, mirroring the first it, act. Yes, mirrors the, mirrors the first act. Lots of people greeting each other. Um, this is something I, I didn't say during the film because I've only just like twigged it. But mm-hmm. um, the everybody saying hi to one another in the airport's mm-hmm. uh, terminal as everybody gets off the plane. You would kind of... Not, let me start that sentence again. I I think that is where the plotting becomes a little bit muddy. Okay. Because all of the characters that we've followed are in the same place at the same time, but not really interacting. Mm. Case in point, the Prime Minister gets off a plane and says hi to his um, new girlfriend, Natalie. Yeah. His sister is also there. Mm doesn't interact with him at all. Might have been it, a different time. Yeah, drink. could have been a different time, could have been a, a different terminal. Different terminal, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of implied that all of this is happening at the same time. Yeah, fair. Um, and if you think even just a little bit more about it, mm. it becomes less and less plausible. That is not to say it's a bad movie. Mm. That is not to say it needs to be plausible yeah, yeah, yeah. to be good. I just find that interesting. Mm. The real interesting thing is that uh, Thomas Brody, uh, Sands of Time, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> yeah, I, like, boy, I, I do not boy. know. I do not know his Sands name. Sands of Time, yeah. Yeah. Um, he uh, runs through airport security, yeah. past the gate, into the airport, basically to a plane. Yeah. Um, that's going airport, to New York. That's going to New York. <laughs> The airport security chase him. They essentially give up yeah. after a point. Yeah. Um, they oh, no, don't they, don't. they just him. don't catch up. They, yeah, they, they do don't catch him. up. But then they they take him back to Liam Neeson. They just let him go. Yeah. And it's fine. Um, and, yeah, he essentially makes a mockery out of the proud institution of British airport security. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, a national treasure. And what's really interesting is that in the start mm-hmm. of the film, the opening monologue, I don't know who I think says it's Hugh it. Grant. Is it Hugh Grant? Okay. Must be. Um, Hugh Grant says an opening monologue about love and about airport terminals, mm-hmm. and it mentions 9-11. <laughs> yeah. It mentions 9-11. Uh, this came out in, what, 2002, 2003? 2003. 2003. Yeah. So two years after, it is... Oh, it is such a weird yeah. thing that... I know logically that won't have been a statement that they were trying to make with yeah, the film. Of course. My theory is that the airport uh, run that Thomas Brody um, Sanshrew does um, was filmed before 9 11 mm. and the monologue was put in after to kind of acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's, although yeah. the fact that 
9-11 was 2001 and this one was 2003. Yeah. That's a good two years to simmer on the topic. I think it's very unfortunate. And I think we're looking at it from, well, I don't know, like, I guess tensions Mm. would be even more high then about doing anything to do with airport security, planes, and planes going specifically to New York. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, and, and it, that's the one fact of the that things. it's New York. The fact that it's well. New York, it could have been anywhere in the I world. Know, which is so ill. It's so the, the, um, the unfortunate. plot point that they put in purely to excuse the fact that a child that they cast to be in a British school is American. Yeah, I know the American girl. <laughs> yeah, just, it's so unfortunate. Of, yeah, there's a lot of bending over backwards to kind of justify certain things, which yeah. I think is fine in you know, a rom-com where fate exists mm-hmm. and what is meant for you won't pass you and yeah. all that, you know, soppy bollocks. <laughs> but when it's kind of referencing terrorism, I think it's more funny than anything else yeah. to me. It's like... Completely, I, I, completely you know, unintentional. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. completely unintentional. It's not trying to make any messages. It's no. not trying to say anything. It is an unhappy coincidence, mm-hmm. and I find that quite humorous. I've never, I've never really kind of made that connection before yeah. until you pointed it out, <laughs> and then you just kind of go, Ooh. "Yeah." <laughs> but besides that, yeah, um, yeah I think mm. a lot of what we were talking about in the first half, yeah, about how Richard Curtis has a lot of regrets around this film, mm. specifically to do with inclusivity. Yeah, um, surprised that he does not talk about. The rather egregious, yeah. Um, like it's not. I can't mm. even call it fat phobia because <laughs> it's, it's not. It's it's for for reference. <laughs> the, all throughout the film, yeah. Natalie, the secretary, she's not even the secretary. She's just like catering manager. Catering lady, I think yeah. is her title. Like throughout that, Natalie, who works uh, in the in number ten, mm-hmm. um, who is the prime minister's love and trust. Mm. Uh, is constantly referred to as being fat. Yeah. Um, a trigger warning for that kind of stuff, because I will be yeah. talking about it for a while. Yes, um, as you should. <laughs> just, um, oh, God. and then, like, they're calling her fat. They think that she's, like, big-boned and, like, she's got a massive arse and shit. Yeah. What and is it that her dad calls her? Um, oh, my God, Plum- they... Plumpy. Plumpy, that was her it, Her dad yeah. calls, like, the family oh, calls the her Plumpy. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, I don't know, she... Like, the dad calling her plumpy. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, like, the whole family does it. Mm. And I don't know, like, I don't, I don't think it's a stretch to say, because I think this is something that I've talked with people from different generations, that different generations have different perspectives on what being, quote-unquote, overweight and, quote-unquote, normal weight, quote-unquote, and what, quote-unquote, yeah. underweight yeah. is. It's a very generational thing, and I think people see it differently depending on your age. Mm. I do not think that it is a stretch to think that she is not overweight no, no. by early 2000s standards. Yeah. I, 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 re- I, think, I think the mere fact that she is a bit curvy and mm. isn't like, re- like kind of rake-thin Kate Moss-style yeah. model body physique mm. is purely what separates her from all of the yeah. other characters. yeah. And it's it's really um, yeah apparent. But, I don't know. Yeah, but I uh, it's I mean just so uncomfortable. Yeah, having not seen the film before, I didn't even notice no. until and like I didn't notice any difference between her and the other characters mm. until uh, 
like you pointed out the lines in which she was caught. Like, because I just thought, I mean, I don't even know what I thought. I yeah. um, They didn't make sense, but... Uh, yeah, like, I think yeah. you could make the stretch as not a good stretch. Yeah. To be like, oh, the reason she's different is because she has... Like a Londoner accent, and she's clearly yeah. supposed to be a working class yeah. character. Yeah, you could make it's not necessarily good to be like, oh, she's different because she's working class, but like, yeah. it's an understandable plot point. Mm. But, but the fact that they're so hung up on the fact that she is, in Richard Curtis's opinion, overweight, yeah. is shocking. And okay, here's mm. the thing: if it was someone who was by society standards, plus-sized, quote-unquote, overweight. Yeah. Anyway, you shouldn't be making that the focal no. point. It's like, um, what's the Portuguese woman called? Uh, Aurelia. Aurelia. So mm. we were watching a version of the film that didn't, unfortunately, have the subtitles on. Yes. Uh, for when Colin Firth went to Portugal, I'd assume. To yeah, I mean, Aurelia. it's... Yeah, the airport seemed to be in Marseille. Oh, which okay. Is, so, oh, yeah, because his house was in France, but she herself is Portuguese. That was it. Okay. Yeah. So when, mm. wherever he goes, he goes back to, like, where she's from and her family is. Mm. So I, because I've obviously watched the film before. Yeah. The subtitles, she has a sister who is plus-sized, and the father is like, you sure you don't want to marry her? No one's going to marry her, because she's fat. Look at her. Awful. Piggy. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's just, like, they're yeah. so hung up on... Mm. Weight specifically, and there's there's another instance of it as well, mm. where I think it's Emma Thompson's character is like undressing, yeah, and she's like, yeah. "God, I look so fat, I can't get into any clothing nowadays." Yeah, the only outfits I can fit into were worn by Pavarotti. Yeah, exactly, it's like, and it's like <laughs> unnecessary. And then they juxtapose that yeah. with a uh, clip of um, the woman that works. Is it Mia? Mia, yes, Mia, yeah. uh, Mia, who works for Alan Rickman, who he's like having. The beginnings yeah. of an affair with. Throughout oh, Alan the film. Rickman is Emma Thompson's husband. Yes, he? just a to, lot of connections. There's a going. lot of connections. Phoebe had that we had to pause the film, and Phoebe explained it. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it, <laughs> just, it did all get a bit confusing. Yeah, it did. I think yeah. when you introduce mm. that the prime minister was related yes. to Emma Thompson's yes. character, it does really get confusing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm. so Continue. clip of Emma Thompson talking about the fact that she's fat in mm. her eyes, and then they juxtapose that with. A, clip of Mia in her basically BDSM porns yeah. porn setting bedroom. Like it's like fucking it's weird. like weird red kind yeah, of Yeah, and like pink, a lot of pink. Plush um, pink and yeah, teddy bears and very fluffy. much a kind of shrine to uh the stereotype of female sexuality. Yeah, and like the kind and of then, the sexually promiscuous yeah. woman. And then she gets undressed. She gets undressed, into yeah. Fucking matching red underwear. Because she's with like, like a lot she's of the straps. Devil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, no one was in that room at the time. You didn't need that shot. It was literally yeah. just to show look how much more desirable this younger model, for lack of a better mm. word, is in comparison to your quote unquote frumpy wife. Mm. Like, it, it's so. Oh, it, it mm. just leaves such a horrible sour taste yeah, in like your mouth. Yeah. And I don't know, like I think so many people praise this film and I think it we're only just starting to understand how deeply controversial it is. Yeah. Well not deeply controversial, that's the wrong word, but just like problematic in places. Yeah. Ditto yeah. the kind of weirdly out of place digs they make at trans people. Oh as yeah. well. I think yeah. there's two instances yes. of that. Emma Thompson has a Barbie that she says Two Barbies. Uh, two Barbies. Mm. Uh, one of them looks like a prostitute. Yes. Um, but the other one uh, looks like 
Um, well, I can't remember what it is she says. She, some... she says an out-of-date word for yes. a trans woman. Potentially a... Yeah. Um, which is a contested word. Yeah. For context, it's the word that is in Rocky Horror that Frank yes. Lufthansa sings. Yeah. There you go. Um, and then at the start, during the wedding, uh, the husband and the best man are talking about how they... Oh, yeah, the stag uh, do. Yeah, they, oh. they, on their stag do... Was it... They were in Thailand? Oh, yeah, they, oh, God, yeah, that's even worse. They, they <laughs> got together... I don't know if they slept with them, but they got together with... Um, a pair of Thai prostitutes yeah. who then, he says, turned out to be men. Men, yeah. Which, which is even... I didn't yeah. even clock the bit from yeah. Thailand because then you get the stereotypes of, like, yeah. lady boys and yeah. stuff like that, which makes it even worse. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's this kind of... Um, I don't know much about Richard Curtis's background, but yeah. I'm going to make the assumption that he is <laughs> quite posh. Yes, potentially. And I th- a lot of the humour is mm. steeped in these kind of... We can get away with saying this because we're educated and we mm. are posh. Like, yes. I don't know, like, ha, yeah. oh, lady boys, yeah. like, oh, she's got some meat on her bones. Like, things yeah, like that. It, yeah. It's a lot of kind of fanar fanar. We can get mm. away with this because we are mm. intelligent. And I, I mean, I have a term for this mm. uh, and I call it uh, being a posh apologist oh. um, because it's very much the Hugh Grant, Colin Firth mm. sort of thing where. They couldn't possibly be of any threat to anyone because they're they're just they're posh, they're <laughs> sheltered, they don't know anything about the outside world. Mm. They're just bumbling little fools who are yeah. devilishly handsome, don't you know? Rather mm. dashing, mm. and, and they're probably going to fall in love. Yeah, with exactly. A they're doty girl. Yeah, they're going to fall in love with someone lesser than their standing mm. and shit like that. And it. That is not a, a slight on Colin Firth and Hugh Grant. In fact, Hugh Grant, I think, is one of the few bright spots. Mm. Not the few bright spots. One of the major bright spots mm. uh, for me in the film. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the film. Like, I thought you meant him as an actor. I was yeah. Like, I no, don't know. <laughs> like, I think he... Uh, his part is actually quite sweet. Yeah, definitely. For the most part. Uh, he does make a couple of comments himself, but... Um, yeah, for the most part, he's like a fun little addition. He's, an, he, yeah. he's Tony Blair. He's like, Tony Blair. That's basically yeah. what yeah. the implication is. Um, yeah, labour coded. Labour coded, um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's always. Yeah, it's always framing being posh as like, oh, golly, it, it, it does make me socially awkward. and Winnie the Pooh. And, yes, and approachable. Or Paddington. And, yeah, I, I think posh Winnie, bear the Pooh, archetypes. Winnie the Pooh and Paddington. <laughs> They're more kind of lovable, whereas posh apologist, yeah. in the the way I say it, is more like presenting them as romantically viable. Yeah, sure. Um, and saying, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's presenting being posh as an attractive quality to shoot for. Yes, that is the kind of standard by which all men should mm-hmm. uh, be, and most likely it comes coupled with. Uh, outdated problematic views mm-hmm. um and gives people an unrealistic expectation of what real people say yeah. do and feel and considering one of them was you know like one of them is the prime minister in the spot yeah. which means <laughs> yes. that they were probably yes. privately educated yeah probably mm. grew up with the same circle of boys oh yeah that they can just circle jerk the same yeah. horrible ideas around like <laughs> their club meetings yeah. Yeah, it's just, it is a shame. I'm so conflicted with this film because there are elements that I truly love 
Yeah. I love the relationship with Liam Neeson and the yeah, boy. It's so really, sweet. Yeah, Liam Neeson. I, we were saying in the film that like he is actually a really sweet guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he does the the like caring dad thing really believably. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's, I yeah. want him to be my dad. Yeah, like it, it's that plot line yes, which we yeah. love. Mm. Um, uh, Vadik's not Albert. Colin's whole bit is basically just an SNL sketch. Um, I mean, it is. It's like the kind of. It's the uh, most Colin absurd. the character, we should say, rather than Colin Firth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when we're referring to Colin Firth, we'll refer to him as Colin, Colin Firth. Firth but to Colin the character. evade any other, uh, any potential confusion. Yeah. Um, because Colin Firth's plotline is actually so boring. Yeah, it's, it's probably nothing. the most uninteresting <laughs> yeah. one, I'd say. It's the one that yeah. I least mm. find interesting. Yeah. No, I love that one. I love mm. the one about the two porn extras. And one of them yeah. is um, Martin Freeman. And they're actually really... Yeah, they're really nice. Like, they're probably the nicest mm. to each other yeah. out of all of the and couples. also, there was... Uh, I'm very glad we turned on the subtitles from the uh, Portuguese bit onwards. Mm. Because there were a couple of comments that I would have missed otherwise. Oh, yeah. Where when they show up in the airport mm. and say hi to Colin's, Colin's friend. friend. Yes. Who is also a runner on the film set they met on. Oh, yeah. Um, they show off uh, the ring. They show off the ring mm-hmm. and um, Martin Freeman says, oh, I might actually get a shag now. So mm. they've been waiting till marriage. Which is really cute. Which is, yeah, really <laughs> considering which the circumstances like, yeah. in which they met where they were both fully naked and mm-hmm. simulating sex on yeah. one another. Especially That's because really like... Funny- yeah. They have like the cutest, most awkward of the yeah, kisses they do. as well. Yeah, it's really it's, it's like they've seen each other mm. both butt ass naked, yeah. but they're scared of kissing each yeah. other. It's like it's very hard. It's actually yeah, and it, like first time they meet, he fucking manhandles her tits. Yeah, basically. Like the first thing he does. It's cute. Anyway, yeah. Um so yeah, that was actually very sweet. Um I also think he doesn't really have a storyline, but Rowan Atkinson. Oh, what a gene. I mean, we knew going into what it that guy. he was gonna be yeah. a fucking legend and he's just every scene he's in, regardless of whether it's this film or any other, Rowan Atkinson mm-hmm. is just a fucking gem. His all two scenes. And also, he is yeah. pivotal to the plot yes, he in is. the airport. He is pivotal he to the potential the boy- <laughs> terror attack on New York. <laughs> he allows the boy to bypass security <laughs> to Rowan get Atkinson, no! to stop the New York plane. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Jesus. What a crazy guy. It's, it's, I think it's so difficult with this film. Yeah. Because it's like it has its problematic elements that mm. we as you know gen z's um Zoomers. view it yeah. we can understand its problematic elements yeah however there are it's that i've already said it before but like mm. plot lines such as the alan rickman and emma thompson's one is mm. so brilliant because of it's yeah. like yeah they're gonna stay together for their kids but mm. they do not love each other anymore yeah like, and i think it would be no happy ending for yeah them. there are so many of these uh, plot lines that I would watch an entire movie yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, you may have different ones, but certainly the Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson one, that Definitely. is fascinating. Yeah, mm. I think maybe you can lose the whole male gaze sexualizing Mia, mm. um, because that's like, you're falling into femme fatale sort of territory. Yeah, I mean, she's um, she's just us to blame as well, yeah, which makes it yeah. kind of, not, not worse, because I guess like the blame isn't... Yeah. It's shared blame, mm. I guess. But at the very least, um, she doesn't uh, she doesn't do anything that you could perceive as an abuse of a position of power. Well, I disagree. Which... Flirting with your boss is yeah, an true, abuse of power true. itself. Um, but I think Alan Rickman as the boss mm. has uh, more kind of 
corporate power mm. with which to kind of distance himself, and he doesn't mm. use that necessarily. I mean, I it's, know, a, it's never, a very muddy topic. You never know though, yeah. because like they, I think they leave it purposefully ambiguous towards yeah, the end true, of the film. True, true, true. Considering, I don't know. For me, I always read it as mm. they're staying together for the kids, but he is going to continue this kind of flirtation oh, with me. That's what I read yeah, it as. Okay. I don't know. I just think the fact that she was wearing the necklace, he actually went through with all of yeah. that. I don't know. And that juxtaposing with scene transitions of Emma Thompson crying with photos of her family all around yeah. her. It read very much as he has made his decision, mm. but wants his cake and eat it kind of yeah. thing. Like he still wants the cushy yeah. marriage life, but also the sexy young girl yeah. to like have a bit of fun with. That's mm. what I read it as. And I always read yeah. me as infatuation with him as purely gain based. Right. I never I saw see. it as a yeah. romantic thing. I thought it was a kind mm. of a game chasing kind of yeah. thing which yeah. is gross and i think it's a gross character for mm. richard curtis to have written yeah um because he he works in archetypes for his female yes. characters yes you kind of have the mm. bubbly well bubbly blonde basically yep. bubbly brunette that's fat quote unquote yeah. <laughs> um, but, oh and not only that but she's also um, she's also a, a chipper little poor working class yes, girl exactly, yeah. um, who falls in love with the, 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 the posh rich. Yeah, the poshest man in the, the country. The, the prince, say. the handsome prince exactly. in charge of it's the country. It's the Cinderella yeah. story. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He comes knocking down yeah. all the doors. It actually is Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you get that. Mm. Then you get the silencing of women through mm. the kind of um, liter- literally an object thing with Colin Firth (laughs) because she does not speak to him the entire way through Mm. she doesn't understand her Mm -hmm. and like falls in love with her because she rips Mm. her clothes off and jumps into a lake yeah then you have like I don't know fucking I hate using the term airheads but Mm. the Americans that just want to have sex with Carlin because he's from England yeah and then you have mother and then you have woman tied down to her family relations because her brother is mentally ill Mm. And that story is so... It's an, it's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm, I think it's one mm-hmm. of the most poignant in the whole yeah. movie. But good God, is it sad. And also, yeah. you don't. she's the only person you don't see in the airport. She's the only yeah. character that, like, mm. does not get any... Oh, well, uh, the... Kira Knightley's husband and his best man. Are they in the airport? Yeah, they are. Oh, they are? Okay, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Ignore me. They're the ones that mm. go up to Colin... Uh, oh, Colin, that Colin was Firth it. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. And she's like, yes. oh, you have such pretty friends. Absolutely, yeah. So, like, Absolutely she, right. the American woman with mm. her um, yeah. mentally ill brother is the oh. only ones that don't ever get closure yeah. for their, like, Christmas. Oh, that's awful. Which is so, yeah. so sad. I don't know yeah. if that was he couldn't be asked to mm. cr- give them a plotline yeah. closure but or not. But yeah. it's I, so deeply No, you're sad. absolutely right. That It is very archetype-based. And I think that maybe is a detriment of the kind of setup of the film that none of the very interesting characters mm. that are created are given really that much development. Yeah. Like, um, Emma Thompson's character is potentially the deepest Definitely. in the whole thing. Alan Rickman, you can make the argument, but I think Emma Thompson is the one to beat. Her potentially with Liam Neeson. Oh, and Liam the American Neeson, woman yeah. as well. Uh, those three... Um, I think maybe the Prime Minister too, but it feels a very different tone yeah, to some of them. Of course. Um, 
Which I guess is also a positive, the fact that it manages to flip-flop between tones quite well. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, those characters are explored really well. I think they get really lovely stories. They are kind of done justice. Whether or not Emma Thompson uh, is done justice as a, like, Mm. in the story. Narratively done. No, she is not. Um, But then there are some characters that are purely there for like a cheap laugh, a cheap villain. So Mia is only developed insofar as she has tits. Yeah. Um, and Colin, like the... He has the, a penis. <laughs> yeah, he has a, yeah, basically. But what's really interesting to me is he is set up as this like creepy weirdo... Mm-hmm. Um, his friend calls him, what is it, like an ugly... An ugly pub. Yeah, or an ugly arsehole or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, that's never um, going like, to find love. Yeah, never going to find love. He's just, he's like, just a kind of shitty guy yeah. who tries it on with any woman which, who looks at him. Which, yeah, which, he is. Yeah, he he's absolutely gross is. as fuck. And he learns no lessons. Nope. He is, he is in fact proved completely right yeah. by the fact that he goes to America and immediately stumbles into what I believe to be a five-way. Yeah, four women's beds. Yeah, <laughs> but four what, women's single, single beds bed. they all yes. share. But what's even funnier oh, is when he comes back to England yeah. at the end, he doesn't have a woman from that group. It's two different it's, women. Well, Harriet, I believe, is the fourth one who oh, really? shows up because there's oh, a shot of her I in the see. cowboy hat oh, walking yes. towards... Yeah. But finds the yes. sister as yeah, well. Yeah, finds the sister. Which, oh man. Which is, I, it's, I can't even be mad at all of that. Because yeah. it's so, like, comedic yeah, and it's so parody, you know. But also, when it's presented next to stories like Liam Neeson's, like Emma Thompson's, yeah. like The American Woman. We, we really should know her name. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? When it's presented next to very genuine stories like that, mm-hmm. it kind of cheapens them yeah. and makes Collins one stand out as, oh, I guess this is reality still. It, yeah, it's almost like, like they Where need... comedic contrivances do happen. Yeah, it's you know? weird. It's almost like they felt the need for more comedic yeah. elements. Whereas I'd say you mm. could scrap the Collins story yeah. for more... Um, for more kind of like interest, uh, what's the word? For more screen time to uh, Bill Nye. Yeah, he was great. And that in that really fun. That, I'd say yeah. that that is the comedic yeah. through line, also, not Colin at all. Yeah, you could make a make an argument for um, oh, what's he called? I've already forgotten his name. Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, mm. You could make a is it Daniel. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of the actor. I've already oh, forgot Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. That's it. <laughs> I was thinking of Colin Firth because we were talking about Colin. Yeah, um, yeah you could like his little dance number mm. in the in number ten is mm. actually quite funny. Well, yeah, it's, and he has his funny moments. It's as one well. of the most like iconic yeah. scenes in the movie, yeah, absolutely. Would, if not the scene that mm. defines love. Actually, mm. it's weird. Like it's almost like Richard Curtis wrote the film with Hugh Grant's character as the main character in mind, whereas yeah. I would say. That Emma mm. Thompson's character is the main character. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just like, I don't know, like a female gaze reading of yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's tricky because 
you know, Emma Thompson's character doesn't really show up in the first 15 minutes. No. I don't think. But then again, um, the president, I mean, the prime minister, like, goes a long time in yeah, the film where you don't see him at definitely. all. Like, um, yeah, you were saying you forgot about him. Yeah, like, I completely um, forgot how, mm, towards the end when yeah. everything was, like, the climax was picking up. Yeah. And also Bill Nye's, uh, what's he called? Billy Mack or Bill Mackey yeah, or yeah, something. something yeah, like he he kind of is set up as like a framing device and yeah. then isn't at all. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he, he's the first scene and then we kind of see him on a couple of TVs. There, mm-hmm. There's that great scene with Anton Deck. Ant or Deck. Ant or Deck. Ant, that's right, <laughs> Ant or Deck. Yeah, phenomenal. Just like, yes, phenomenal get the Ant Deck slander. <laughs> um, and yeah, he just kind of like has a very easy resolution and that's him done. Yeah. No, I know, which done. is really funny, but yeah. it's also very sweet. Mm. You know, because all he wants for Christmas yeah. is you, which is oh, just very sweet. Yeah. Queer coded? Yeah, fuck it, I'm yeah. going to go with that. It's probably not what they had in mind <laughs> Is that what he says to his producer? Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, the Welsh girl also says that to Mar- Martin Freeman. Oh yeah, she um, is, doesn't she? So, it, yeah. And they didn't play the song once. Had it come out by that point, All I Want For Christmas Is You? They did play it. It was the song that the girl sang at the end. Oh yeah! Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a, a fucking, I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, yeah Mariah... they caught thirteen-year-old Mariah Carey. <laughs> She's there. Jesus, she defrosted early yeah. this year. <laughs> Which, speaking of thirteen, fucking Thomas Brody Sanderson Museum. Yeah, he is thirteen in this. Yeah, he he's looks... got perpetual baby face. What the fuck? Mm. He's so. I mean, I know we've just talked about body shaming, but he's so small. He is very small. I he's think that's very... a different type. Yeah, no, I've, I've, oh, speaking I've of joking. body shaming, shaming stuff, <laughs> Bill Nye's character always refers to his manager as a chubby. Yeah. He will only ever talk about the man yeah. in relation to his chubbiness. Yeah. Which I, mm. in itself is fucking annoying because it's yeah. like, oh, it's not just women. It's fucking ev- you hate everyone yeah. that's over mm. the weight that you deem to be normal. Anyway. Yes. Sorry, it's something that I get. Fact, it, no, I agree. I it's agree the one thing that makes this movie really... I yeah. mean, it's a lot of stuff, but it's the one yeah. thing that really sticks with me that is the most difficult mm. uh, to yeah. watch. Oh, I was going to say at the be- oh, in the yeah. beginning half, I was talking about the male gaze. Yeah. The most f- representative thing of legitimate in-person male gaze by definition of the combination of those two words together yeah. is the Andrew Lincoln story of him only zooming in on... The oh, yeah. that is male gaze because yeah. he is a male gazing at <laughs> this woman of interest yeah yeah that plot That's... line gets wrapped up really quickly yeah, in and the it, film it's Thank left God. very ambiguous which like again I'm fine with which I, I appreciate like I mean I, I'm fine with it not being in the film at all like no. it's it doesn't really add anything which is think. weird because like it's it's yeah. in the kind of um, the classical remembrance of this film yeah it's that other it's that scene with the letters oh, yeah, the that's placards. the other one yeah. that's remembered the most mm. yeah. um which is weird because i'd say that it's potentially one of the weakest of the yeah lines. absolutely because like it's set up really strong yeah it's definitely. set up really interestingly and you kind of think oh how are they gonna solve mm. this oh, they just gay? don't you know they, they no, just they don't, don't. I mean, and that's fine i guess a, there's know. a bit of closure in there i guess yeah. but I don't know, like, he's mm. still he's still in love with her. Mm. And he's just going to, like, they set it up that he's just going to watch from the sidelines yeah. throughout their relationship. And that's, like... And that's him done. Yeah, that's him done. Mm. Doesn't get any kind of closure for that. It's just, 
But to be fair, does he deserve it? Yes, absolutely, because you're being an arsehole to someone purely because you're too selfish to let your best friend get on with their relationship. That is fair. Like, screw you, get Mm. over it. Although, that said, I suppose you could make the argument that, like, he never intended for it to be found out at all. Like, it is weird that he videoed her exclusively mm-hmm. at her wedding it's it's um, not so that it's just the f- and yeah sorry I, oh no 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 sorry that's like yeah it's kind of by accident that it's found out and yeah it's it, yeah it's it's weird it is weird it, it's more so the fact that it's like in it in the exposition it is explained that he dislikes her or as what everyone thinks from the outside. Yeah, like he's actively been a dick to her. Yeah, yeah, which that in itself is like, okay, well, any appreciation I've had for you as a character is now out the window. Yeah. Like it would have been, it would rely on stereotypes, but I feel like mm. if I was going, not necessarily me, but if one mm. were to rewrite this, yeah. leaning into the angle of, he kind of assumes the trait of almost like the gay best friend. Yeah. More so, so that people think, oh no, he's in love with the, he's in love with the groom. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, no, he's always wanted to stay close with her as a character. Yeah. So assumed the position. That, that yeah. in itself is a bit dodgy. I mm. realise now I've just said yeah. it. But, <laughs> cool. do you know what I mean? It's, like, Yeah, there are alternatives that would make it at the very least yeah, more interesting. The, oh, I'm a dick because I can't have you. Yeah. Mm. Like, it, it's and childish. And it's normal for, for boys to be assholes to girls that they like. Yeah, Because exactly. men can only show affection through aggression. It's like, and we're like, not... if he pulls your hair and throws stones at you, then, like, he loves you. And <laughs> that you means he wants to hold with, hands with you. You should stay with abusers. <laughs> like, like oh, wow. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's kind of... I mean, I know, he, he's, like, emotionally kind of manipulative. Yeah, absolutely. Which is gross. And, yeah, I, I don't like films that do that. No. Um, I don't like films that frame men being aggressive or like just cunty to mm. women as you know an okay thing to mm. do and a form of flirting. Yeah, it feels like weird. it's yeah, it's not true. <laughs> you know, it's ugh. Anyway, I I could have done without that plot line. I yes, could have done without I, plot line and Colin. Uh huh. And uh-huh. more time developed to the American woman. I also could have. Do- uh, I think we could have done without both Collins. Um, Colin the character and yeah. Colin Firth. To be fair, I think if it was written a bit better, it would have been yes. quite nice. Yes, Like, definitely. there could have been a really cute scene of them both broken English and broken Portuguese, yeah, like, they... trying to communicate yeah. with one another. Yeah, and living in France, potentially, yeah. because that's kind of a middle ground for both of them. Exactly. Neither of them speak French. Like, I don't know, speak... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they could use exactly. French as their common ground. Yeah. Instead, the kind of... The, the, the thing that is the kind of meet-cute... Yeah. For the two of them is both of them getting naked and jumping into a lake. Yeah. Which in itself, then there's that really creepy, long drawn out shot of Colin Firth oh, yeah. looking her up and down as she's getting that's, undressed. Oh, well, that's very much overt that, male I mean, gaze, yeah, isn't it? It's completely Blimey. the male gaze. Wow. The whole movie is like, there are tits, a lot of tits in this film. Not something that's a bad mm. thing, but it's very, <laughs> it, it it's apparent in yes, its kind of, it is. Uh, can, the director being like, can you tell I like women? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's a, is Richard Curtis straight? Let's have a Google. Yeah. Yep, yeah, straight. Um yeah. so yeah, you know, mm. like it's just a little yeah. uh just for just as a funny little behind the scenes peek mm. behind the curtain, uh we just Googled um or well Phoebe just Googled uh Richard Curtis partner 
and uh, Lenny Henry came up because they're in business together. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, wait, was what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that is news to me if Lenny Henry and Richard they Curtis were married. They had in. Um, so, okay. I really hope you know yeah. more about Lenny Henry than just his yeah, premiere that, that was Yeah, I, I know. I was just Are you being funny? a joke. Yeah, oh, okay, I was doing right. a joke. I also know he's been in Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what episode of Doctor Who was he in? I, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was a Jodie Whittaker mm. one. Um, yeah, I exactly. don't watch any of the Jodie Whittaker. Anyway, because I don't like yeah. women being a doctor. <laughs> joke, joke. I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> you ever see that vine? It's a good vine. Anyway, good joke. Uh, <laughs> what is your top storyline and mm-hmm. bottom storyline in Love Actually? Mm, bottom storyline is probably Keira Knightley and Andrew Lincoln because uh-huh. it just, mm-hmm. yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, with the wedding and the pictures. Uh-huh. Favourite is probably the Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman. Because it's like, it's yeah. so... They're both such good actors. Yeah. And it's the most heartbreaking. And it's yeah. just, it's Emma Thompson and she's brilliant. Yeah, like, you can't get it wrong. What about you? I would say the top one for me is Liam Neeson and Thomas Brody. Mm, what's yeah. his name? Um, because you ran that's out of just sound sweet. Yeah, I've... Yeah, I've <laughs> we're scraping the Darude? bottom of the barrel. To- <laughs> Thomas Brody de Rue Turnstorm. There you go. Um, yeah, that's good. I <laughs> thank like that. That's a good thank one. Um, I'd say they're the top mm-hmm. um, because for me, the Emma Thompson Alan Rickman uh, one is great, mm. but it is tainted slightly by the femme fatale, yeah, temptress but... kind of presentation. Um, and also, I don't like Emma Thompson being in that situation. Being sad. I want her to be happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and bottom for me is Colin. Mm. Because, like... Colin, I just find a bit funny. It's, yeah, it is funny, but it is... Not Colin. The thing, yeah, the, the Colin the character. Yes. It is such a weird thing to include in this film because it throws away any semblance of reality. Mm-hmm. It indulges in stereotype. He doesn't learn a lesson. Mm-mm. At the very least, Keira Knightley and Andrew Lincoln and Colin Firth and uh, Aurelia... Um, you know, at the very least, if the writing was better in those, mm. it would be a little bit more engaging. Then again, I wouldn't say that any of the male characters in this film like, have repercussions for their actions. No, no, uh, like, that's true. Fair, Alan Rickman has to stay in yeah. a sad, loveless marriage. Yeah. But they don't get a divorce. Nope. He still gets to see his kids. Yep. Um, the Andrew Lucan character, yes, he doesn't get Kieran Knightley, but they gets a kiss out of it. Yep, yeah. Colin still gets to shag a load of beautiful American babes, despite being an asshole um, and gross uh-huh, to other women. Uh-huh. What else is there? Mm. Um, I don't think any of the other men that you yeah. put are immoral in any way. No, I don't but think not, so. But then uh, again, Rowan, the Rowan Atkinson doesn't get punished for taking too long to wrap <laughs> Alan Rickman's present. What the fuck? But in comparison, yeah. the women in it... Yes. So, yes. other than the ones that get a lovely relationship, yep. Emma Thompson, With a white has, man. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Emma Thompson has to stay in a loveless marriage uh-huh. where she's been made a fool of, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, insert Lana Del Rey, the other woman's song. <laughs> um, I, I won't for copyright reasons. Yeah. But, uh, and um, yeah. the American woman uh-huh. loses the man she had a crush on for two years mm-hmm. in order to look after her bo- um, her brother full time. Yep. yep, yep, yep. So it's like. Okay, yeah. where are the where are the morals here? Yeah, who, who is in control of this plotline? Oh, it's man! Surprise, yeah. surprise! <laughs> it's not great. 
So, yeah, it's very interesting that this is the kind of Christmas mm. ideal, isn't it? That was <laughs> Can a, we keep that in that Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, anyone heard that. That was a, a car honking outside. Mm, I can actually um, see it out the window. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it's 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 fascinating um, that this is the Christmas ideal. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, I think it would potentially... One could make the argument, I don't necessarily agree with this, mm. but I think because it's a Christmas film, the audience would kind of expect there to be happy endings all round and yeah. nobody gets punished for anything yeah, definitely. because it wouldn't be within the Christmas spirit mm-hmm. to have anyone you know like be punished on screen mm-hmm. kind of thing I still like that though that may be it is therefore not fair for the women only to yeah, be punished. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but I think that may be why, uh, well, at the very least, the writer's room rationalisation um, of why nobody gets a more serious mm-hmm. repercussion. Um, <laughs> because yeah. love, yeah, actually, because lo- isn't that easy. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> oh, I think we've we've done quite well. Yeah. We've done quite well. You got any New Year's resolutions? Uh No. Don't drop my phone. Yeah, don't do that. I, I, I dropped my phone the other phone week phone and it's it's completely fucked. So I yeah. bought a new one today. Yay. Um, you braved so, the Yeah, Apple I did. Queue. I did. It was disgusting. I can imagine everyone's buying it's, stuff for Christmas. Yeah, like two, three weekends away from Christmas. Mm, it's a fucking state of I'm it. I'm shitting it for this Christmas. <laughs> Rail strikes, postal strikes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, there's another striking mm. thing going on. Yeah. And it's bloody cold. <laughs> it's, it's fucking freezing. It's really... Cost of living crisis. Wait. Um, <laughs> my aunt and my cousin have moved down to Brighton, which means okay. the entire family Ooh, is now going to family. be coming round to ours nice. for Christmas rather than us going to them. We're doing going to them scary. Christmases. Yeah. I yeah. think that's, that's always Boxing nicer. Boxing day to yeah. Norfolk. See Blimey. my grandma. Very nice. Yes. Excellent. We're bringing Christmas to my grandma, which oh, will be nice. That's yeah. sweet. Like that. Um, and then tomorrow I'm down, but I'm going home to London. Yeah. It's a very quick turnaround. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Fit an episode in. <laughs> yeah. And then in a few oh. days I'll be in Wales seeing my other grandma. Fucking hell. Yeah. Busy, bu- busy, busy bee. The, the world tour. The Freddie Morgan world tour. Yeah, all I need to do is Damn. go to Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the whole world. That's the whole world. <laughs> that is my scope. And then for yeah. New Year's I will mm-hmm. be in Paris. You what, sorry? I'm in Paris put, for New Year's. in Paris for New Year's. I have a friend, uh, Kate. Hi, Kate. Um, <laughs> who Hi, Kate. Uh, is doing a year... I don't know you. Hi. She's very nice. Yeah, She's yeah. doing a year abroad. Mm. In... Oh, no, you have a mutual friend, actually. Do we? Yeah. Great. She knows someone that went to your college in oh, the cool. year below. We had this conversation yeah. before, I think. I think we must have done. Let's anyway, not dox them. Continue, so, yeah, please. Yeah. So she... Or say which college you went to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She's doing a year abroad for her right. university right, in right. Paddy. Um, I speak. It sounded like you said Paddy. Paddy, like yeah. a guy called Patrick Paddy Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I'm going to her Paddy lovely mm. New. Um, I've got to say New York, not New York. I've got New York on the brain. Uh, <laughs> um, her lovely Paris apartment. Yeah. Uh, for New Year's. Oh, lovely. So yeah, I'll be seeing well, the Eiffel Tower lit up. Blimey! And saying that, do I have any resolutions? Get a first. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Oof. Oh, 
Excellent. I was thinking about this. So I was like, mm. when it's coming to like any kind of like going out mm. activity at the moment, yeah. I'm like, don't want to go out. Don't want to go first. <laughs> and then I go out. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. I, I, I'd say to myself, do I want to go out or do I want to get a first? Mm. I say, no, I don't want to go out. And then I proceed to not use the evening to work. <laughs> to do the first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, it's the worst of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, new year, new us, new season. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna hopefully get some new movies then. Some uh, more episodes. Hopefully, so, some more non-Western films. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. We've only done one. No, <laughs> two. Yeah, we've done two. Yeah. Parasite and *Hard Moving Castle*. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Have we done any? Um, no. Yeah, I think. Do a subtitle film. Yes, yeah. Uh, Billy Crystal does not a Western film make. Um, so <laughs> we should do a Western as well, actually. Oh, would that be fun? Have Good, seen... Bad, and the Ugly. Never seen that. That's the third in the trilogy, oh, so it'd be a bit sake. of a weird one. Okay, Fistful yeah. of Dollars. Have you seen that? Never seen that. It's basically, uh, Ujimbo mm. and. <laughs> Brilliant. Wait, is it Yujimbo? Yeah, Kurosawa. Yeah, Akira yeah. Kurosawa. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay, well, we'll all keep the... all these on the back burner. Yeah. Don't want to spoil no. any future episodes. Um, if you do have any suggestions, send them to us on Instagram at but it's a classic underscore pod. Mm-hmm. Pod. Um, have a wonderful Christmas. Have a wonderful Christmas. Follow us on Spotify. Ring the notification bell. Rate mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Uh, five stars if you feel Or Santa fancy. won't come. Or yeah, so true. Yeah. We, we're in touch with them. Because yeah. <laughs> of you. Yeah. Because of you. We're your You're fault. going to kill Santa. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> Merry Christmas, baby Jesus. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah. We are non-religious on this yeah, podcast. We... <laughs> Santa oh. only. I want a pagan Christmas. A pagan Christmas. I love a pagan Krampus. Christmas. Krampus. Love a Krampus. Mm. Right. we got to go have, have a holiday. Dinner. Yeah, I'm, I'm starving. I've not had lunch yet today. It's quite um, We'll have a wonderful winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, happy holidays. We'll be back in the New Year's. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully. Bye. Bye. See you later. Love you. Bye.